Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine, the show where we tell eight different stories and link them in between each other. And they're all connected somehow. <sighs> welcome to our review of Valentine's Day 2010. I'm Nick. I'm Jess. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. Oh, this Valentine's Day stars a big ensemble cast and I have the list in alphabetical order. I'm just florist. <laughs> Do you have to read the whole list? The credits were like... Uh, I got them all here. Everybody's Je- everywhere. Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Biel, Bradley Cooper, Eric Dane, Pash Dempsey, Hector Alessandro, James Fox, Jennifer Gardner, Topher Grace, Hannah Hathaway, Carter Jameson, Jenkins, Ashton Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Ted Lawton, George Lopez, Shirley McLean, Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts, Bryce Robinson, and Taylor Swift in her acting debut. Yep. There's that. Uh, it's actually one of the largest ensemble casts ever put together in a movie. How much music was in that thing? Like, <laughs> a when lot. the credit started, I'm just like, you play three different songs. Do you have more songs than a jukebox musical? <laughs> I'm a, I'm assuming that uh, Gary Marshall knew a lot of people. <laughs> and, yeah. and, That's actually what happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he knew yeah. a lot of people and got uh, got permission to use pretty much anything he wanted. I mean, just the just the list of the people in this movie and some of the bigger names that are yeah. in it are kind of a testament to who he knows. Like yeah. Gary Marshall knows everybody. Yeah. yeah. And if he doesn't know somebody, he knows somebody who does. Right. Yeah. Well, it's Gary Marshall also created Happy Days, which yep. also he created Love American Style, which spawned off Happy Days. Yep. Uh, which did Laverne and Shirley, which also did uh, Mork and Mindy, Mork and Mindy, Joni Lefstrachi, and then several others, including including the Odd Couple. Oh yeah. And you know he is one of those nowadays you might have akin to like somebody like Bill Lawrence or. Um, uh, quite a bit of other producers or anything. Bill Lawrence is the first one that came off my head, um, who's done quite a bit now, including the show Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one particularly is interesting. I got to be honest. It took a little while to get into for me. Yeah, it's fine. Because it just these, these parts type of, of ensemble, it, everything yeah. mixing together, movies can take some time. Yeah, yeah. It took about an hour for me to get into it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to keep going. I had a couple of breaks, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to see what goes, see what happens, and then I'm like, but an hour I fell into it. I mean, yeah. five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah, I was already like from the get go. I was not on a good mm. foot, I guess. Yeah, because I was just like. It's Friday, I'm tired, I'm not interested in this kind of genre, and I think I saw a review that about, I don't know if it was this one or one of those other ensemble movie things. There are multiple ensemble movies. Yeah. I think some, it was New Year's Eve or something. And some of the reviews of this one are not kind. Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest. So, uh, there's, a rev- there's a movie, New Year's Eve, which is the sequel to this. It's not a sequel. It's not? It's not a sequel. The it's characters a, are completely different. It's it is same, just it's a, the same it's kind a of format, idea. Oh, okay. but it's not a sequel. Um, yeah, I've seen it. Just and like, then there's one after it called Mother's Day. And yeah. Just like Love Actually is essentially one of these around for like oh, Christmas. Yeah, uh, the same idea. Another one that came out in the really early 2000s with Sean Connery in it called Change of Heart. Um, that one's mm. got a, another uh, big ensemble cast: uh, Dennis Quaid. Um, What's her face? Uh, uh, Angelina Jolie. Um, like I said, Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, Gillian Anderson. Uh, 
That's what I want to say. I saw that. Ryan Phillippe. That's yeah. right. He's in it. Um, I know of the people. Yeah, like I'm just so, thinking off yeah. the top of my head. It's like I've seen that one yeah. a lot because I watched it because Jilly Anderson was in it and I was yeah. such a huge X-Files fan. So yeah. kind of followed it. That makes in. sense. Yeah. <laughs> so Others at the table who have been X-Files fans. You had ups and downs. Like, yeah. Initially pretty bored. Like, why should I care about any of this? Oh, look, it's in L.A. And they must have tried to cheap out on. <laughs> it's easy enough. I know, yeah. but it's kind of lazy and it seems a bit show offy. Like, they're all where the fancy people live, you know, like, ugh. have to do with movies. The closest celebrity person character in the movies, like, the football guy. I, I wasn't in the best mood, so. Mm. But then, some, after a while, some things got my interest, but then sometimes I got bored, and then sometimes uh, we had to stop and feed the cats, and then it was kind of hard to get back in again, and then it was alright, and then, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the fact that it's made of all these little stories can make it kind of seem longer than it is because, oh, is this arc ending? Yeah, the or movie's that, or... only a little over an hour and a half. It's like standard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what I thought, two hours, one, yeah. Of the, one of the things that got me about it initially was I thought there were too many storylines. Yeah. Um, we, we could have easily <laughs> lost the, um, the, the, kid, the, the, the kid with the guitar. Yeah, and the babysitter. We could that was funny as hell. Oh, it's it was really funny. funny Pushkin. Like my ter- my Pushkin. terror, my terror was very convincing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although there's I'm little, rehearsing. there's little little lines in that entire scene though, like yeah. um, him running down the street wearing no clothes, okay. getting into her Why car. Put your shorts and then, on. Yeah, cover your hoo hoo. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, this, the part where he gets into her car and he's like, she's like, "What are you doing? What happened?" And he's like, uh, "Your mom." And he's your like, mom. "And she's my, like, your mom." He's like, "Yeah, yes, my mom. mom. My mom was at your house." And I'm like, "That's something I would say." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just an off the cuff. But I'm like, "No, no, that's something I would say." Yep. It might be, and she corrects him right away. You know, like, oh, yeah, boy, yeah. My mom oh, was at my house. Oh, my mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, those are funny. And I mean, I think for me, it's like some of the couples, the way they lined up. It's like, okay, you had the the Taylor Swift and Taylor Lawton. Like, okay, Lawton. I think they were like they were together at that time. Mm-hmm. I think they were and, together throughout the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, they had yeah. some chemistry, but. Oh, they no. no. Actually, they yeah. were not together in real life at that point. Yeah. They got together no? after the movie. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> they met well, on set. Well, they, I mean, they had some chemistry brewing. Yes. I mean, for me personally, I mean, having used Taylor Swift's music and teaching and doing things, I know more about Taylor Swift than anybody in my position really should. So do most people who watch the Super Bowl. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I mean, so some of her songs are halfway decent. So I, I, I have I, no. I have no problems with Taylor Swift. Yeah, None no, whatsoever. I'm hearing about it so yeah. much. Like, say, I'm, I'm not right, really. Whatever. I'm yeah. not really a Swifty per se. Like, like her her style of music isn't really yeah. my thing. I listen to generally harder stuff and generally weirder stuff. Yeah. Do I think she's bad? No. She's no. fantastic. She's got some really she, nice songs out she's there. She's earned what she has, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. She's been through some shit. Yeah, like, she's got some <laughs> decent ones, and I mean, she's got more positivity and some of them, a lot more talent. I think I've said it before on this podcast. Like, she's been through some shit. Yeah. And she's fought in court. And yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, like she in came out pretty strong she from over it. the industry, which it's, is pretty fun. And she's a billionaire who treats her people right. Yeah. It's like, yes, it can be done. Yeah, true. I agree with you. So, yeah, so I, there, I have yeah. no fault with her. Yeah, really. and there were others, like, where, like, that couple, I'm like, okay, I can't really, like, I can't really relate to that much anymore. The but then there's The obnoxious high schoolers? The obnoxious high schoolers, which was pretty much us. No, we so weren't the, like, the, oh, I, I, I love the latte <laughs> machine in the high school. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ, is that some kind well, of... Well, not for that, but... Yeah. No, I think that's just a high school thing where lattes yeah. were allowed to be put in, in schools. Yeah. That was not a thing when I went to high school. Lattes yeah. weren't a thing when I went to high school, period. Yeah. You, know, you had a well, Dunkin' Donuts. That's my, yeah. Well, that's my point is yeah, we're at the age here. There. So, like, you had, like, Victor Alessandro and... Um, uh, Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine, yeah, thank you. Like, those two, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I can... Kind of see that because that's like related to a couple who passed away in recent years to me. Mm. So I'm like, okay, that works. I'm okay, I'm kind of interested here. Ashton Kutcher and Jessica Alba. I'm like, I could kind of see where that one was going right from the rip. Well, because well, she's she's an unlikable kind of kid. Like Je- yeah. Jessica Alba is a fantastic actor, mm. but her character, mm. like Morley as a character, bland. Mm. Eh. Very bland. Morley yeah. is supposed to come across as a, a woman who, I mean, it's the, in the very first scene. Yeah. He goes to, like, propose, mm-hmm. and he pulls her hand out from under the, the pillow, and she's got her, her Blackberry in it. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was trying to steal her phone. No, he was trying to, he was trying to get, like, the ring ready on uh, on her hand oh, and then to I'm just, propose. I thought it would be amusing if the whole ring was a distraction for trying to steal her Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny, but no. Uh, but it's one of those things where you you get it immediately that she's got her priorities are work, right? Um, and then you have him coming out say you know she said yes, and he runs into George Lopez and George yeah. Lopez's character is a bit confused like, that oh, she, she said yes. She, yeah. No good good work. And yeah. like everyone's everyone's kind of off, right? With him, it's just like wait, what do you? Oh, I mean, congrats! Yeah, because yeah. like none of his friends like Morley. Yeah, but, or, they, but they'll ne- none of them have said it to him. It just seems kind of off-putting, and off something's not quite right. Right. And, and then you have like Julia Roberts. So like that's the one immediately. I mean, it's a U.S. soldier. I immediately wasn't dear to her. Mm-hmm. Well, but that entire yeah. that entire little storyline yeah. between the two of them on the plane. Yeah. It's actually quite endearing. Yeah. That like, was like the best one. Yes. I, I wanted Why? a movie just with it's these like, two. Well, I yeah. I like the little twist at the end yeah. that has to do with him. Yeah. I liked both that. of them. Yeah, yeah. Both, both of them, of them have yeah. a twist. Yeah. Um, and it's both of their twists are really sweet. And yeah. I got to admit, Julia Roberts. Every time you get that scene, yeah. I tear up every yeah. single time because it's one of those like when you've been distant from someone for a long time, and then you get to see them, and it's that relief. And that, yeah, yeah. It's a really sweet little moment. Yeah, so. I mean, anywhere like you get soldiers coming home, right? Put that video, any video in front I, of I me. I cry like a baby. Yeah, so. like somebody did that at work. Put like, you got to see this cute video. It was dogs' reaction <laughs> to soldiers returning? Oh, oh God, I those I are. I can't watch those. I now. actually have <laughs> a harder time with siblings. Yeah, but that's also because my sibling lives so far away. And I, so, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, it's about as far as far away as he can be and still be on the same coast. Right. Yeah. True. True, yeah. So I, every time I see one with siblings, I, I get upset. Yeah. Not and in a bad I, way. I get that. With the dog ones, though, I'm like, I'm crying. I'm like, I want to see my kitties. Right. I need I to hold my dog. Yeah, where, where are my kiddos? So, 
Uh, it's, um, you know, fan of the show and one of the people who work with me, Alicia, who has been vying for an office animal. This is a very good reason to try to buy for one now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, at least it is it's because we could use an office uh, emotional support dog. Who couldn't use yeah. an emotional support dog except for maybe the people who are allergic to dogs? Yeah. Or an I emotional say, support it's like, If we're referring to Chino, it's like, we're really his emotional support humans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. no, that's, that's not we get a dog for our anxiety, and our dog has anxiety. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is it like that cartoon trope with the dogs resemble their owners? <laughs> well, considering how grumpy Chino is all the time, that makes sense, because he is like his owners. Uh, I'm not grumpy. Owner, then. Yes. <laughs> so, we're going to jump into a little bit about this here. So, we went through with... Um, uh, Reed Bennett, who is played by Ashton Kutcher, waking up, proposing to his girlfriend, Morley Clarkson, played by Jessica Alba. She He proposes, she accepts it here, however the closest friends are not really surprised, and when Marley suddenly changes her mind a few hours later. Yeah, nobody's surprised by that. Yeah, Everybody was expecting her to say no. Yeah, when I saw that, like, I saw it kind of right off the rip, I'm like, okay, like, it's going to, like, waiting for it to turn, waiting for it to turn. Um, because it's like when they get into the, uh, the scene, like he's there at the floor shop and, you know, they're going, it's busy and he's like, Hey, we're getting married. I'm getting married. I'm getting married. And he's telling everybody, oh my God, you're getting married. And he's and just, she, he's like a swooning over the yeah. moon, just like yeah. so happy. And, and she shows up later and yeah. she's not wearing the ring. Yeah. She's not wearing the ring. There we go. Now some conflict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not making making excuses. This is not going to work, and all this other, you know. Or because when they're introducing I, yeah, the yeah. the little plot lines, yeah, there's you don't have much conflict yet, so that's no. probably why it's longer to get into. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, all the big stuff doesn't doesn't really happen until towards the middle and at the end. Right. Yeah. yeah. We gotta, we gotta meet everybody. There's we gotta exposition. Yeah. We gotta yeah. meet Jason and. Oh fuck! Okay. <sighs> Topher Grace is Topher not, does Grace. not look like a Jason. This, no. this was, I didn't even recognize him. Yeah. Okay, now here's the deal. This movie came out only a few years after that 70s show ended. Right. And both, remember, Ashton Kutcher and yeah. uh, Topher Grace yeah, were not so recognizable. Before, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. Topher Grace, the first thing you see is him like with no shirt on. Right. And I believe, I truly down deep in my heart believe that this scene was put in mm. so people could look at Topher Grace and not see Eric Foreman. <laughs> Did he his, his hair looked black. Yes, yes. it was yeah. it was dyed. It was yeah. definitely okay, a different color. That's yeah. probably what threw me. Yeah. And, yeah. But but yeah, it, it, just this scene alone to show that he's like he's got abs and yeah. he's got like tone. Yeah. I'm like, this is specifically so people can disconnect Eric Foreman from this character. Yeah. I, I kinda sometimes it was hard to keep track of people with similar hairstyles and yeah. hair colors and stuff though. Yeah. Like, okay, how many how many ladies with long dark brown hair do we have? Uh yeah, um, most of them. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, that, there's a blonde character. Okay, now I can... The blonde character, if you're well, talking about the, them, the florist, the one yeah. in the florist shop, that's Gary Marshall's daughter. Uh, she's been in every, almost every single Gary Marshall production when it comes to films. She was in Pretty Woman. Really? Um, yep, she's, she's actually yeah. uh, one of the people who check her in. 
Oh. Like, yeah, um, his son is uh, the one that's running the latte booth yeah. uh, at the school. That's yeah. his son. Yeah. Uh, his grandkids are in it. The the girl who is in the wheelchair who goes, look, the man took off his shoes. Yeah. That's his granddaughter. Um, I, his okay. wife yeah. is, the, well, is the nurse at the hospital who tells Julia... What's going on? Um, what's going on by yeah. uh, the yeah. uh, bistro garden early yeah. seating? That's want, his yeah. wife. I want to hold a little bit on that one because I, I that was the part I howled at that. Mm-hmm. But backing up a bit, when you talk about Jason played by Topher Grace, I got to talk about my favorite character in this entire movie. Well, t- the, the thing with Jason is yeah. na- he, the name Jason does not fit. No, Topher it Grace doesn't. At all. It doesn't. But you have Anne Hathaway, who's playing a secret phone sex operator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that! I the that's the other fun, one I like. Yeah, the funniest damn one out of yes. all of it. Like, everything she did, I was like, yeah, that's just so funny. kitty cat tongue. Yeah, every little thing, you know, like, or especially later when she gets caught, she's just trying, <laughs> or, like, everything, or when she's on the phone, you know, filling in as a secretary, Queen Latifah, she's like... Chimes in and she's into it. <laughs> like, okay, like, like, uh, yeah, because she doesn't know that her boss can hear, right? Her. Can listen to that conversation because she's you know juggling the, the this uh, freelance work with uh, whatever her job is. She's an uh, she works in an office. She's a receptionist. Yeah. So she's filling in for a receptionist to an she's, agent. Yeah, she's like a temp. Yeah, yeah, she's being a temp right now. Now, funny little tidbit about this part too yeah. with Anne Hathaway. Gary Marshall directed the Princess Diaries movies. Right, he did. So yeah. with Anne Hathaway being in this after yeah. doing the Princess Diaries and her being a phone sex operator yeah. is pretty much the epitome of hysterical to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you should do the Princess Diaries at some point. Those I two really are actually like pretty them. good. The books were better. But I imagine That's so, always yeah. going to come out. Come Meg out Cabot car. writes really well. Okay? I <laughs> yeah. like it. Yeah. Okay? But and those, yeah, both like, those movies are pretty good, though. One, no, they weren't. No, but the books are yeah. good, too. But that's what I'm saying. They're all yeah. based on the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's one movie book situation that I actually can, can firmly say that the movie, in my opinion, was better. Mm-hmm. Ready Player One. Yep. Because we didn't have to sit and watch the entirety of uh, War Games. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm yeah. going to say The Man Who Laughs um, was better as a oh. from 1928. Yeah. Because at least they didn't cut the unnecessarily depressing book ending. I mean, yeah. they did cut that. Stardust. Yeah. Yeah. Stardust is a better also, movie compared also to the Starship Troopers. Yeah, I'm, damn, I'm trying to think of one now, but no, it'll come to me later. There there aren't yeah. many. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. But anyway. No, you have... Oh, I want to say phone sex lady. Yeah. I like that she did different accents and characters and yeah. sometimes That's why it was just one of the great, like... Like, she grabbed yeah. this rubber band ball to... I have my... my can't do my, a my, my, writing, my writing crop. And she pulled the last bit and beat it and beat it. And then it's Spadania. Yeah, but it, oh yeah. But once she got caught, it was one of the best ones. And then they, like, oh, oh, but the ring, the ringtone. Yeah, the ringtone. Especially like they're in the restaurant later. You know, for some reason, shoulder to shoulder with other people. I guess this is a super thing. Booked. Yeah, I guess this is a thing. This has to be a thing mm. because I. We don't live... Okay, we live in a city, but we don't live in a big city. No, we, we don't. We don't... No, no. Like, 
And we are not, I don't know about you guys, but we are not big Valentine's Day people. No. Whereas most of our yeah. Valentine's stuff that we've ever done has been alone together. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because yeah. restaurants are all crowded. Right. Yeah. Good and, excuse to eat, but, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. And so, but as... See, our holiday is the 15th, which, you know, National half Price Candy Day. Oh, see, yeah. we missed that. I want, yeah. I want candy. Um... But the, the thing is, and this it actually says it in this movie, that for some people, Valentine's Day or love yeah. doesn't exist unless you, you, know, you show it in front of others. Right, right, right. Which I think yeah, that's, which was a good point. Yeah. 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 So I think that that right there is the reason why these why people do that. So do what specifically? Go out in droves on Valentine's yeah. Day to, like to, to yeah. show off their value of someone else doesn't yeah. see it and get jealous. I yeah. think it's kind of just a and a nice excuse to go splurge on a little on a nice meal or yeah. movie. Or oh, something. definitely. Well, I mean, that's that's yeah. how we think of it. Yeah. It's like we don't have to do it on that same on that sure. one night. Though. We had yeah. pizza. Yeah, we ordered some pizza for delivery. We had Chinese. Oh, yeah. and we had <laughs> brownies because I wanted chocolate. Yeah, and also we I think with no yeah, time. we have not with the two with us though. I mean, it's similar with you know you and Dan and me and Kaz. Mm-hmm. Is the difference is is that we've been in this relationship for so long, yeah. That you know when it's someone who's new, like that character, those two characters have been together for a couple of weeks, and it's promising, right? So yeah, and, you're going you know, to splurge a yeah, bit more. You're going to want to like, okay, no, okay, this is we got to like, do something. Yeah. I just had sex yeah. for the first time with this woman last night. Yeah, we are currently in a budding relationship, right? So. Yeah. Let's let's do something. Yeah. Of well, course. Did you talk about the babysitter plot? No. No, no Anne Hathaway. The babysitter. So Anne, Anne Hathaway no, but Anne Hathaway and, and Topher Grace, yeah. the first time they had had sex yeah. was that the night well, before. It was the night before. Yeah. That was the first oh. time. And I just love when she says, last night was, and I'm like, adequate. <laughs> well, later on, especially when he's talking to his friends in the mailroom, and they're like, "So, how was last night?" And he was just like, "Great, fantastic, A, A plus, well, A minus, B, B-, B-, B- plus, yeah. no, A, A minus, yeah. A minus." Like, yeah. yeah. Well, like it reminded me, like I watched Stephen Colbert's monologues the next the day after on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's kind of part of my morning routine. So, like recently, when we had a giant snowstorm. And, you know, most areas, you know, like the storm didn't turn out as bad as it was supposed no, to be. No, it's not to the lavender bush in our yard. Well, yes, but it was still, like, his joke was with that, he was like, we were supposed Lilac to, he's like, we were expecting eight inches of snow in here, but mostly, <laughs> the, no, he said, but mostly when you do see it eight inches, it turns out to be a confident five. Yeah. I'm like, that is like such a good, like, and he, he's doing jokes lately that are just under the CBS radar. Mm-hmm. You know, just like deadpan looks into the camera, just like, ah, ah like, you're like, gotcha. It's, it's one of the, it just got me. And, you know, I'm thinking about it. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah um, I did okay. You know, <laughs> I, I, did, I did okay. It was, good. It was, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did get here not to toot my own horn, but I screw up. I will later. But then, the, then he doesn't realize it's Valentine's mm. Day because apparently, in wherever he's from, mm. um, Valentine's Day is on a Thursday. <laughs> well, no, thought, just, yeah. no, I know he's, oh, yeah. he's got it all screwed up, but yeah. he confused it with Thanksgiving. Yeah, but you could tell this person has yeah. either not really ever been in a relationship or like Valentine's yeah. Day just well, never I think he was, said he was, was yeah, he was from a small town in Indiana. I think I'm sure or, like, Indiana knows. Muncie. 
Yeah, like, months, yeah. Valentine's Day. Is yeah, but we're just like. The thing I ever yeah. did was leave Indiana. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a good, that's a funny one, though. If they had said Wisconsin, it would yeah. have been so much funnier. <laughs> True, yeah. True. So, I mean, you have the, um, you have the flight to Los Angeles with Kate Hazelton. Uh, yes. Played by Julia Roberts, U.S. Army captain, and you have Holden Wilson, played by um, Bradley Cooper. Yes. Uh, I don't remember any character names, can you? No, uh, only kind of Edison, over. the yeah. kid. Edison. Because yeah. 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 all you hear is Edison! Edison! Yeah. That's the name that stands And he's a kid, so it's... he's. Yeah. You know, the other characters are adults, so yeah. they're easier to. The other characters are, are also well known actors. So right. you're like, okay, so Julia Roberts' character right now, because yeah. I don't remember anybody's name. I yeah. Don't, yeah, I don't remember her name at all. Uh, the only reason I remember is because the notes are right in front of me. I don't think her name is actually ever said. Yeah. No one ever calls her Kate. Um, and because uh, she and Bradley Cooper never trade names. If you um, notice that they never trade names and they never actually trade. Uh, real life things about each other. Because yeah, up until up until they you know part company. As far as Bradley Cooper is concerned, he she's going to meet with like a boyfriend, a boyfriend yeah. or, or a husband. husband. Yeah, yeah. But they don't trade that. But I thought he she said Kate or she said no. Nope, they something. don't. They don't. They all she all he asks is are two bars lieutenant, and she says no. Two bars are captain. captain. Okay. And if you'll notice, yeah. she has very sparse dialogue in this yeah. because she got paid by the word. Right, yeah. <laughs> Julia Roberts got paid by the word. Yeah, I did had, see this trivia, she yeah. She ended up making $3 million yeah. just from dialogue alone. Yeah. But that wasn't the only part of her contract. Yeah. The other part of her contract was she got 3% of the proceeds of this movie. So she ended up walking away with over $10 million. Yeah. Because as much as this movie is like like smashed by critics yeah. it was a box office success it really did well it did yeah. really well it yeah. actually threw uh yeah. i can't remember there was a movie that was that had just come out that weekend yeah. that blew it out of the water and yeah. they were not expecting it yeah um and i uh, mean yeah, i'm gonna look that up in a moment but the um the uh the breakdown of that it was eleven thousand two hundred fifty four dollars per word yeah that she that she was paid, and that that was an interesting thing. And considering it was an ensemble piece, it was actually a pretty decent business move. Yeah, oh yeah, it was very much. You so. know, because she's like, okay, guarantee a good payday, and at that time where she wasn't getting as many roles as she was in back twenty years before. I think it's because she had slowed down because she had her kids. Right. It was around well, that time. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, so it's like it was there. So the roles would be a little bit further space. So like guarantee a very good payday. Right. And make that check stretch. Which was pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah, which Absolutely. was pretty smart. A lot of them do that and um there was another one, like, Tom Hanks did that as mm -hmm. well. Like, he took residual pay. He didn't take a paycheck for Forrest Gump. Huh. Well, that, all, that's like, a smart idea because yeah. Forrest Gump became such a huge, massive... But it almost wasn't. I know. Yeah, it almost wasn't, but it is just to blame and say, hey, I'm going to do these because, you know, his... You know, a lot of actors had their peak in Valley, and he was definitely at his peak with work because yeah. he was working steadily for about 10 years yeah. at that point. 
And they said, okay, in case I trail off, let me do something that's going to work. Right. Um, but, you know, with she doing that, that made sense and said, hey, like, let's do this. And this one, like, I I really wanted to see more with this. And I, I this is where I kind of got into their roles because every time I've been on a plane, you know, other than, you know, the two of us chatting or, you know, something there, like when we were flying back from St. Thomas, and we're synchronizing episodes of Parks and Recreation, mm. you know, trying to do that. If anybody else has been next to me, they've annoyed the shit out of me. See, we've, and, we've yeah. been really lucky. Yeah, no, um, not you. No, anybody else. No, uh, not you, Fox. No, you're right. No, we've you been see, lucky. For the, for the most part, we've been generally okay. Like, most mm. of the people that have been sat mm. next to us have kind of kept to themselves or been pleasant enough. Yeah. So, we had that nice old lady the last yeah. time, like... Yep. Yeah, and I'm and I'm your buffer anyway. Yeah, yeah I, I sit against the window and, and yeah. I, I like block the out window. the world. Yeah, yeah, I do not like the window. Oh, all. I like the window because I like watching yeah. to see how fast we're coming down, so I can get mad at the pilot if we're going too fast. Bonk! Everyone screamed. I was so unhappy. <laughs> I we had one time I was flying. And I think I was with my family, but you know I should say everybody annoys me because I had um, there was an episode of Thirty Rock. Where um, Tina Fey's character, Liz Lemon, is talking to this woman next to her and having a conversation. And she's taking a lot of medication because she doesn't fly well. Mm -hmm. And she's talking, well, she thinks she's talking to Oprah Winfrey. Oh, dear. And turns out she's just talking to a 12-year-old girl who could do a really good Oprah impression. <laughs> and ends up, you know, but ends up inviting her. And then, like, I watched that episode, I'm laughing, and then I had that business trip to Kansas. And on the way back, I'm chatting with this man who was awfully friendly, and he was really nice. He was cool. And we had this conversation, but he's telling me about his job before he retired was he worked for the Air Force Base. And he helped people get acclimated to Kansas. Okay. You know, so like knowing what the area, what's around the area, but also like a big thing was when people go from living on the coast to living landlocked, you're not around salt water, mm -hmm. so your body chemistry physically changes. Ah. So we're having this great conversation, and I'm just fascinated. I'm like, okay, that explains why I was kind of he's like, yeah, you kind of have a feeling of insanity for about three weeks. I'm like... That explains why I was so crazy and why I was kind of going off the bend a little bit. Mm. You know, but then you feel better and it's time to go. So he's like, you're going to be feel really, really great when you get home. Just live on that. You're good. I don't remember to this day what this guy looked like because <laughs> I was on a shitload of medication yep. myself. Yep. And I had a couple Dramamine pills. Forgot I took the Dramamine pills. Took two oh, more. No. Then forgot I took two and took one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm on five and I'm like, and I'm walking up to, <laughs> and you know, I'm walking. It's a tangent. I know. I'm sorry. But um, I'm walking up to the counter. I'm like, hey, I'm really, really fucked up. Can you come get me <laughs> when my plane comes along here? And this lady at the counter is like, don't worry, sweetie, I got you. You were, you were, you were higher yeah. than the plane. Yeah, I, I flew before the pilot. <laughs> well, I definitely flew yeah. there. But it was those things, I'm like, okay, the majority of times it's not been amazing, but mostly good. But see, I'm okay, here's a good thing. And here's, like, I wanted a whole movie just with these two. Yes. Uh, just, like, a little indie movie of that or, like, there's a really... Or just, the, like, the rest of their flight. Like, yeah. Like, highlights of the rest of their flight. Yeah, I wanted to see the two of them and to just figure it out and have, like, you know, the kid waiting and then, you know, 
um, not to spoil it, but the you know the partner waiting as well. Yeah. And I, I want to, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I get this. Like this is the, like I wanted to see this because it reminded me of a George Clooney movie called The Air Up There. What you not know, seen it? No. Not many this people. Familiar. Not many people know about it. Right. It's about a traveling salesman, and it's like his whole thing is he's just going from flight to flight, and you know, like his journey, learning and to try to figure out life while he's on an airplane. Mm. Super low budget indie flick, but it was utterly fascinating. Mm. And like I'm like okay, and George Clooney to me kind of reminds me of like a Cary Grant style okay. character. So I'm like I wanted to see more of that, and I'm like I just missed this. And um, you know, then you have um, let's see, okay, Julia, uh, play, <laughs> played by Jennifer Gardner, who is dated, falling in love, and dating the Carter Thoracic Surgeon, had a Dr. Harrison Copeland. See, he's a cardiologist. Yeah. Heart jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's all right. I appreciate yeah. good fun. Her uh, her yeah. scene in the restaurant later is yeah. actually pretty good. That yeah. is uh, that's the second favorite of all of which she <laughs> finally really like okay. Girl with a rotten lying pig. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I didn't realize it's sticking that out, but not saying anything like, by the way, I screwed your husband or anything. Like, oh, yeah, right. By the way, like, you know, yeah. juggle the choices. Yeah. Like, little, just throwing the little barbs in there. Yeah. Just enough to make the wife go, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. But my favorite part of that was the fact that she charged a shitload of food. Yes, out of to him. Yep. And, <laughs> because and the, the, the maitre d' is the father of one of the kids in her class. Yeah. She's, a, she's a teacher. Franklin. And all, and Franklin. All the kids. I added extra. Oh, lobster tails, and I added extra cheesecake. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, now she got a whole bunch of cool food. That, like, oh. that kid, though, the, the, mm. kid, the kid that is in her class named Franklin, his whole shtick to yeah. me stuck out really well because the Valentine's, he Day, Massacre. The Valentine's Day Massacre, where yeah. in Chicago, where everybody killed enemy, everybody, <laughs> and they put the curse of the Chicago Cubs. I was just like, what? It's and she's like, well, Yes, yes, but. But <laughs> that just happened on Valentine's Day. Anyway, it's not she, the origin. I just love how she's like, we're not talking about that Valentine's Day. Shush. But said like a professional right. teacher. Just very much like, mm hmm. Okay, we're not yeah. talking about yeah. that, though. Yeah. And, but then the kid pulls his shirt over his head, and that's the kid's shtick for the rest of the movie because he pulls his shirt over his head again yeah. and goalies yeah, while they're right, playing soccer. Right, yeah. And I'm like, what is wrong with this child kids do weird shit man. i guess yeah <laughs> i uh and i'd say i uh she reminded me of a friend of mine who used to teach third grade mm -hmm. and like she was exactly like this woman <laughs> Exactly like this. Oh, woman. so she was like sunshine. Yeah, like <laughs> very, very, very good at her job. Yeah. And you know, like we grew up together. I knew her since we were really little, and like all she wanted to do was be a school teacher. Okay, like that was it. And she rocked the classroom. You know, when I was helping teach her, mm -hmm. you know, helping her teach when I was working for Junior Achievement. Um, but that was something. Like some of her kids would just like third grade kids would just randomly just. Shout out something. Kids are weird. And man. then just she just turn it around and go, okay, no, we're not going to talk about that. Let's like stay with what we're doing. And there's a there's like, a TikToker, I think Miss Southern. Yeah, I think is her name, and she just yeah. tells all sorts of stories in class about how she like 
almost teaches the kids like a really inappropriate story, but she yeah. catches herself. Yeah. Or they'll ask really weird stuff. Be like, "Honey, where did you hear that?" Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, she has a good one here. I, I followed her on Instagram for a while. Yeah, she's pretty funny, but it's like, Jen, yeah, that one is you. Um, but, you know, we do find it with, um, you know, Patrick Dempsey's character automatically two-timing and finding a whole bunch of ways and asking for discretion at the flower shop. Now, Patrick Dempsey, yeah. at this point was really well known for his character yeah. McDreamy right. in Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy yeah. And Grey's Anatomy, yeah. his character is a man whore. Mm. So this is not a stretch mm. for Patrick Dempsey. Never seen an episode of Grey's Anatomy at all. Neither have I. I just yeah. know the character. Yeah. I, I called it very fast. Like, okay, he's not going to a thing. He's going to an affair. Yep. Yeah. I don't know why. She is the affair. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. He, yeah. He's got a secret family. He's got a secret family. He's gonna see a secret yeah. family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there we yeah. go. Yeah. It wasn't the uh you know, it wasn't that that got like when he's traveling, hey honey, I'm almost at the airport and he like, goes in, I'm like, oh okay. It was the fact that he gave her a cheapy toy. Yep. What? And, you know, I thought like, that was cute. Yeah, but the cheapy toy and he's a doctor, he's like, Oh, here's a little And like, that's a, the only thing yeah, he gives that, her. It, that's it. Yeah. Because it's that only little thing. I'm like, oh. It's a little heart with yeah. a wind up heart with little yeah. feet. Yeah. But it's that's the one thing I'm like, okay, yeah, he like it got me. You wouldn't yeah. you would think that yeah. maybe he would give her a piece of jewelry or something, especially yeah. if he's like going it. maybe she doesn't, but yeah. you would think she or maybe some chocolates or something. Mm. You would show him giving yeah. her a gift that's not just a cheap wind up toy. Yeah. Um you would you would assume that it's going to be yeah. jewelry or yeah. chocolate or something of that nature in the morning, especially yeah. if you're not going to be able to spend it True. with your significant other. If you're exactly. supposed like, to be hey, your significant other, I, I have other. to go. Like I got to go do the surgery. Right. I'm on call, but like you know, and then establishes right away that he has some money. Right. You know, He's got, well, he hands a black... Now, here's, again, little yeah. things that I realize and notice. He hands him a black American Express card. Right. Now, if you know anything about the black American Express I card... I know quite a bit about it, yeah. These do not have credit limits. No. Or if they do, they are extremely high credit limits. And like hundreds in, of thousands yeah, of dollars. You have to be invited into it. Yes. It is very, very exclusive. Mm. And so when he hands over a black American Express credit card, it's like, oh. Yeah. You Batman? You have yeah. money. I see. Yeah. A bat credit card? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's it. Because I had a family member who had a boyfriend briefly. And we, I, you know, we called it right away and she didn't want to hear it. Like, he's married. Oh, yeah. You know, you he's can, married. You never want to hear that, yeah. you know, who you think. Yeah. That is like, oh, she's like, oh, no, it's the first time we've ever had that. I'm like... But he's married. Like, we kind of called it out right away. And my dad was the one who got that rolling at first, saying, hey, you know, this is happening. This is happening. It's like, uh, this, this whole yeah. thing stinks. Come yeah, on. this isn't right. But what it was was because he was giving little tiny toys and little things or little bits and pieces here. And reason being, and the reason why I caught this, and also I had a friend who was doing this, is because if he's ever caught, it's like, oh, I'm giving this to a kid. 
Right. Or it's just like it, it's, it's just minor stuff. You yeah. can you can yeah. An expense like a toy or whatever. Yeah. I was giving it to a kid in the hospital. Yeah, you know, exactly. it was Valentine's Day. Yeah. You can excuse that credit card. You yeah. know, exactly. statement compared to yeah. I bought this diamond necklace. Yeah. Where did it go? Right. Yeah, and that's the difference. And also, I'm thinking to myself, like, if he's and like that, the, his wife though, the blonde lady. Mm-hmm. Seems so damn familiar, and I could not place it. I think she was a Seinfeld girlfriend at one point, maybe. Especially since we're watching that, we're watching that show mm. a couple episodes a night right now. So this got me. I'm like, I don't know who the hell she What's was. What's the deal with this actress? <laughs> <laughs> but it all ties in. We're in the Reed Flower Shop. Catherine Ooh. Lanasa is her name. Catherine Lanasa. Okay. She. All right. Josh reads IMDb. I'm actually on Wikipedia, so there you ah, go. Okay. Um, let's see. Josh's wiki walk, man. I am. I'm just looking, going, yeah, I don't yeah. know any of these things. Yeah. <laughs> IMDb might be faster. Yeah. Uh, uh, now. Okay, so Seinfeld. Yeah. Yep. Sergeant Kathy Turney. Sergeant Kathy Turney. Yeah. No. I've never been, never been yeah. big on Seinfeld. Third Rock like from the Sun. No. She played a character named Kate under the oh, episode yeah. Green Eyed Dick. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of that because, um, like, there's a great episode of Third Rock from the Sun where they discover, they try to learn what Valentine's Day is in order to blend in. <laughs> and Tommy asked Dick, like, why does everybody have to wear red? So oh, red was to symbolize the bloodshed on the massacre. <laughs> Uh, like, well, like, the, <laughs> well, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> not entirely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, when it all kind of comes together, one of the focal points of this is Reed's Flower Shop, which is owned by the character played by Ashton Kutcher, and it's one of um, the few Ashton Kutcher roles that I don't kind of hate him in. Yeah, and I want to. I can't add, say yeah. I really hate him. He's just. A lot of his characters are very... They're all Kelso. Yeah. Yeah. And, Fuck Kelso. Yeah. And just adding to that a little bit, it's one of the only ones that's actually believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, you could, you could believe that this guy, Reed Bennett, is, or like, in, in this world, is a genuine person. Yeah. You know, you got that, okay, he's friends with that, and he's friends, longtime friends with Julia, and, you know, there's kind of a will they, won't they, or they should have been together the whole time. And one of his workers is George Lopez, who was like, okay, it's believable that this world exists. Right. And that got me, I'm like, okay, that kind of works. I like his deal with uh, with Julia because <laughs> it actually comes out pretty pretty significantly when he goes to get her off the plane. Right. Um, Julia decides that, well, Reed is the one who talks her into it before he realizes that, uh, the boyfriend who she's been seeing is actually, you know, two-timing her her with his own wife because she doesn't know he's married. Yeah. And it's his best friend. Mm. And so he can't, you know, he's, he's conflicted. Yeah. Tell her, do I not tell her? Do I tell her? Do I not tell her? And he convinced her before he knew any of this for her to get on a plane and go see him because he's supposed to have a surgery in San Francisco. Now here is where a blooper comes in. Okay. Um, he convinces her to, to fly to San Francisco to go see him. 
She buys an airplane ticket to go to San Francisco. A flight to San Francisco from LA is about 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it's a six hour drive, about yeah. 45 minutes by plane. Yeah. He runs to the airport to stop her from doing it. Yeah. And they have a bit of a fight, like a confrontation. Yeah. Right before she gets on the plane. And it's right there and then that you can kind of tell where his feelings are. Yeah. Right before that, he when he goes to buy the ticket, he has to try to get the very nice young man behind the counter who is also Larry been, Miller. Who has been in every single Gary Marshall movie ever. Right. Um he was I in love, Pretty Woman. I um, love Larry Larry Miller. Ten he, things I hate about you, he was the dad. Yes, yeah. yes. Um he's very funny. And he's, he has a whole thing about the stages of drinking. Yes, he's he's a very very funny guy. There are five levels of drinking, six if you live in a trailer park. Um, <laughs> that's the guy. Yes, that's Larry Miller. Yes. Ah, um, but he uh, he calls her like she's like sunshine, and she looks like a sad puppy when she cries. Yeah. And then he runs up to her and she starts kind of going off on him about yeah. how you've never liked any of my boyfriends. Yeah. You every time I'm in some sort of relationship, you have a problem with it. Um, you know, he's like, you said that my ex-boyfriend, Eddie, was gay. He's like, Eddie was gay. She's like, Eddie's married his two beautiful children. Eddie had a cat named Babs. <laughs> and he just puts the stank on Babs. Babs. The cat named Babs. Now, I love, I love the name Babs. She is badass, and no one will ever, ever try to tell me otherwise. Babs well, was Buster, amazing buddy. in the horrors of Spider oh. Island. Horrors and dogs talking about the horrors of Spider Island, which you guys have not seen. No. <laughs> okay, now, no, I, I still want to inflict Mano's Hands of Fate on you, no. but the horrors of Spider Island is something I would not inflict on another Is that the one with the 10-minute-long dance party? Yes. Yeah. That, that uh, what's his name? Hi. The one that comes on, on late at night. Uh, Svenguli. Yeah. I watched it. Well, it's it's through MST3K first off, but yeah. Yeah. I watched it through Svenguli yeah. accidentally. Oh, I watched it accidentally one night with my friend Corey, yeah. and we and we had both seen the MST3K version first, so yeah. we both had already seen this movie. And the mystery science version was was no. sped up. Oh. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I thought it was. No, the Svenguli one is. Svenguli. Oh, ah. And I and Corey and I are sitting on the couch watching it going. They fast forward. They fast forwarded it. Oh my god! Like we were, so, we both said they're so happy, and then we both realized, why are we watching this? Uh, the like, actor it, flees the film. <laughs> it's it's yes, <laughs> but that's that's not the movie we watched. Uh, <laughs> man, you know, I I think there's a lot of it that's good, but we have um. Like, this is where some of it kind of gets a little hazy, and I'm bouncing a bit here yeah, and there, but... Yeah, and the movie bounces around, yeah, too, so... That's like, true, uh, yeah. Through all this, Edison... So, uh, like we haven't, the, the we haven't Edison. introduced Edison yet. Yeah, yeah. Edison, like Grace Smart, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's making um, Christmas, I mean, Valentine's Day card, but he yeah. won't let his grandparents help him because... It was he only, only ever did it with his mom. Mm. Yes. And there's heavy implication that mom is gone yeah. for... 
whatever reason for the for the majority of this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was no. thinking dead. But. Yeah, and I, I had that right away yeah. too. I'm like, ooh, geez, you know, the dad's not in the picture. Ooh, he's, okay. living, he's living with, with his the grandparents. grandparents. Ooh, yeah. okay. That's, and it's uh, and it's really recent. Like, yeah. you know, he's he he's usually making these cards with his mom and yeah. he's doing it by himself now. Yeah, and that's when she said she's been gone eleven months. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah like now he's just trying to get those things. So she's been gone since April. Yeah. In March, April, and you know it, it gets me. Like, Ooh, okay. That now I'm now I'm intrigued. But you have uh, you have Edgar and Estelle Paddington. Yes, I didn't even know they had a last name. Like yeah, that. I didn't know their yeah. last name. I just yeah. knew, I just know Estelle. Yeah, Edgar. Edgar. Yeah, I guess that's Edgar. Yeah, when I see those, but Estelle and Edgar, who I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like. Oh, it reminds me of Everybody Loves Raymond Bobs at first. A little bit. Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, because you have uh, Dolores Roberts, uh, Doris Roberts, and uh, Peter Boyle. Yes. Who, in my mind, was the funniest damn old couple, you know, next to... Peter um, Boyle is just funny, period. No, he was. He was hysterically funny, and he had, like... It was the inspiration of one of my favorite Beatles songs of all time, She Said. And the story like behind was, it is funnier. Like he was the monster in Young Frankenstein. Right? Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. The first time where he did it, he was at a party and he dropped acid with John Lennon, and they got freaked out and hid in the closet. <laughs> and he turned to John Lennon and said, "Hey, man, I know what it's like to be dead." And John went, "Holy crap! I gotta get a paper and pen." <laughs> And, you know, and then he just kept talking and he kept writing the lyrics down. And then it is like, you know, like, I got to get to the studio as soon as I'm able. <laughs> yeah, I, like that, I'm like, that is probably one of the more interesting ones. But I mean, with Estelle and Edgar, who are taking care of their grandson and, you know, like how talking to Grace Smart's character, who is her her. Uh, Edison's it's, babysitter. It's babysitter. Is Emma Roberts, who yeah. is Julia Roberts' niece. Yeah, and okay. Emma, Emma Roberts, who, who doesn't get enough credit, <laughs> because she was, uh, please tell me, what was the name of that show? <laughs> that she, Scream uh, Queens? Scream Queens, yeah. Yeah. Who was like, the first season of that was hysterically funny. She was the main character yeah. in Scream 4. Yeah. Which I thought was stupidly stupid. Mm. Like, I have no problems with her as an actress. Yeah, we're on screen yeah. six. Yeah. yeah, I know, but yeah. I, but like she, her, some of the choices she's made for roles are just a little. But this, but one, Scream Queen is actually really funny. Yeah, this one, and then there's one which she did with Jennifer Aniston, where they're uh, there. She's they're pretending to be a family, and it's with one of the RV. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. Okay. You RV the is Millers or something. Yeah. Or oh Millers. well. Yeah. Not RV because RV is is. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams, well, Robin I think, Williams right? yeah. yeah. But they're pretending to be a family, but they're they're really like a whole bunch of criminals. Yeah, like four criminals there. Like that one was funny, but she did Scream Queens was hysterically funny. And all I see is that. But I mean, there's a bunch here. So when you have her character, yeah. kind of annoys me simply because. Yeah. The one of the first things she you could have done better. At first, not even just that. It's yeah. like she's talking to her teacher. It's like one of yeah. the first scenes. Yeah, and she's like, "I can't meet after school today." Yeah, I I nanny, and she's like, "Well, how about today at lunch?" And she's like, "You know, lunch would normally work for me, but yeah. I'm gonna go have sex with my boyfriend for the first time." Yeah. she because flat out says can. it yeah. to this teacher, and I'm thinking in my own head, 
Would what? you have have told your teacher this? It's like, <laughs> why on God's green earth are you telling the truth? Yeah. Right, like, well, there's a lot of, like, we thought it was a lot of exposition dump in some of these stories. Oh, that's and a definitely lot of exposition. But it's still one yeah. of those, like, she could have said, I'm busy at lunch, I'm sorry, and then met up exposition with Taylor Swift, well, met up with Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift say, so, are you going to do it at lunch? Yeah. And just, you yeah. know... Go into that where they have a discussion about you're not going to eat lunch. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you have a big breakfast? Yeah. I'll get you a sandwich for when you get back. Like yeah. that's actually kind of a sweet little. That's thing. A, yeah. That's an aftercare sandwich. It's an aftercare sandwich. <laughs> 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 and then Taylor Lautner's like, "You're going to do push-ups?" Yeah. And he's like, "What?" <laughs> it's practice, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah, you look bigger after. I had forgotten about that and that was kind of funny like where they want to like she wants to lose her virginity and you know they wanted to be special yeah because they're both going to separate colleges next year right yeah. and no like I get the whole exp- I just think that she even tells Estelle and Edgar yeah that she was going to go have sex with Alex. Because yeah. I remember her saying Alex. So I think yes. her name is Alex. Yeah, but yes, like yes. Stella and Edgar are, act- are, you know, pretty cool about things. Because, yeah. you know, people of that... They're 18, so... Yeah. But people of that generation can get real... Um, Uppity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> about, yeah. about yeah. Uh, all yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, although I remember I had relatives that were older who were just way cooler than I thought they would be. Oh, yeah. You know, when I when I got to know them more as adults. But I was gonna say it's not till you're an adult yeah. that they start becoming cooler, right? Um, yeah, because then you get them at the you get on their level a little bit more, right? Yeah. Whereas this, it's it's actually kind of funny because Hector Elizondo says uh, a line going, "Well, people weren't as promiscuous back yeah, then," right. and I just sat back and Bullshit. went, "Liar! Yeah, you lie! Yeah. Do you remember all the people who you know came out of that era?" No. Right. They weren't as, you lie. Yeah, and that was one of those, I'm like, okay, I got this one. I'm like, all right, I, I, th- these two were more believable to me. Mm. You know, where you see it in the, um, you know, or where they find Edgar and Estelle are like, oh, they didn't do it, but we made it work and we've always been truthful and yada, yada. And, and then, then, you she know, breaks. she breaks and walks away and then realizes, oh, yeah, I got to tell him that I had an affair with his business partner. <sighs> okay, and... I am I am of the opinion yeah. what real benefit did that have? Yes, they, they, they reconcile later and they you know they're not gonna yeah. uh, Edgar's not gonna leave her and all that. Yes, okay. And just kinda came I agree out of nowhere. It. But it's like of what benefit is it to tell him now? Right. She says she oh. says it in a really quick throwaway line. Something um, like the girls say triggers something. Yeah, it? It, well, that's she, what I'm thinking. Yeah. She, she said it's been on her mind lately a lot because they're going to be renewing their vows. Mm. Oh, so there's a vow, and right. she's been thinking about it, and she it's been eating away at her. Yeah. So she wanted to tell him before they renewed their vows. Yeah, but she didn't know how to do it, and this triggered it. Yeah, it's but it's said in a real quick, fast throwaway line. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and that I can understand, but it, like it got it, and it was not from personal experience or anybody, mm-hmm. but it was maybe because it was more seasoned actors. Mm-hmm. You know, they see this like I, I believe that, and kind of in a weird way, I believe Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift 
more as well, but others were kind of like, okay, I kind of got it. Or I yeah. like the, the the genuine relationships that you can see yeah. in this are definitely yeah. Um, which funny is yeah, Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift. Yeah, they're like chemistry and yeah. them being like giddy teenagers. Yeah, it's fine because at the time they were giddy they teenagers. Were giddy, yeah. They were probably teenagers. maybe 19, 20 years old. It was more um, believable there. It was more than believable. Yeah. Um, and, and, I have yeah. a little tidbit about Taylor yeah. Lautner, actually. Yeah. Um, there's a quick little throwaway thing where they're giving each yeah. other the Valentine's Day presents and yeah. he hasn't opened his yet. Yeah. And he pulls out his track shirt with yeah. 13. Yeah. Okay, 13, first off, is Taylor Swift's favorite, like, absolutely lucky number. Right. It's, it's actually, that was an homage with her. Yeah. That but, caught that one quick, yeah. But she's like, try it on! And he's like... Oh, I'm a little bit self-conscious taking off my shirt. Right before this movie came out, I believe <laughs> it was the second um, Twilight film. Mm-hmm. And in that movie, Taylor Lautner does not wear a shirt. Like, right. He takes his shirt like, off at the very beginning and it stays off. And it off stays off. The yeah. of the now, movie. have I seen this movie? No. Yeah. Do I know what happens in it? Yes, yeah. unfortunately, from cultural osmosis. Yeah. Sadly, um, I've seen this movie many times because <laughs> I worked at a blockbuster when it oh, came out. And, uh, but so, so Taylor Lautner <laughs> saying the I'm a little uncomfortable taking my shirt off in public, yeah. Yeah. that was a joke. Yeah. Because he had, I, been, I, he had been nothing yeah. but with no shirt on for yeah. a very long well, time. That thing with the shirt never went anywhere. The whole, wait, does he not like her present? You know, kind of like how uh, when the florist guy gives... Oh, well, he's wearing it later. Oh, he's okay. wearing it during track practice. It just kind of reminded me a little bit when you know the Morley didn't want to wear the ring. It's like, is mm-hmm. this a similar parallel? But no, it's just that he was he didn't want to take his shirt off because yeah. they threw that that line oh. in to make fun of the fact yeah. that yeah. he had he had been without a shirt most of the time in the last movie he was in. Well, I, I got that at, you know as a metal level. It's just I wasn't sure. If in story wise, if that was no. an excuse to, I hate this gift. I don't want to wear it. No, it, yeah. it, he he became the awkward teenager at that point, where he's like, "This is supposed to be a gift. Oh, it's a gift! Yeah, great, wonderful, love the gift." I think that was relatable with some stuff, and you know, like where um, you know, what gifts you get as a teenager, you gotta try a little harder. I never tried. Yeah. I was such a bad kid. Yeah, because if you gave you me something I didn't like, I flat out told you. Yeah, it was. I was no, seriously, I was such a bad kid. Yeah. Like I I uh, I was the one I was pushed and I was expected to really show it and like my dad was really helpful with me. Oh, I got punished yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, let's do that. Like go into like if you don't like it, just like thank you, go into the other room and wait like a few minutes or like go to go to the bathroom and like um, come back in a few minutes and yeah. get it out of your head. Um, no, I w- I think I was like maybe eight or nine, maybe yeah. ten years old, yeah. and one of my cousins got me a present that I already had. Yeah. So I flat out told him it was like I already have this. Yeah. And my mother just grabbed me by the back of the head, just- pulled me into my bedroom, and she was like, "We can return it later. You just say thank you and move on." <laughs> like, yeah, like I I didn't get the whole thing. I got the no. You're gonna get. You're gonna get it if you don't. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. So I yeah. I never shut so up though. Be grateful, you yeah. little shit. Pretty much. <laughs> that I told you. My mother said one of the, the the first things my mother used to say to me, 
at Christmas time or birthdays or whatever, she yeah. would look at me and she would say, you are never satisfied. Mm. And yeah, you know what? I remember what? you saying and that. And yeah. she was right. Yeah. I was never satisfied. Now, one of the things there I'm going to say, because fan of the show, I know was going to do that and Swifty, uh, who was saying this one. Taylor Swift is using her original accent in this. Is she? Yeah. Accent? Yeah, for yeah, she had a Tennessean accent for quite some time. I was going to say, she's, she's not a valley girl or anything. No. Like I don't know where she's from. Yeah. No, she, uh, she is from Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And, you know, she did that. And there are older videos, if you look it up, she is talking very Southern. And she's drawn that away in recent years. She has. She yeah. has. And you, I just you, like that she's putting on the valley girl accent yeah. in this, though. It You're still hot, baby. Yeah. It slips sometimes. Too. Oh, it yeah. definitely does. Yeah. It's just it's her going five, uh, six, seven, eight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ah, no, just and the whole dancing to music only she can hear. Mm. So I'm um, I'm gonna go now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is it slips a bit here and there, but that is a Tennessee and style accent. I heard that. I'm like, ooh. Um, now another thread in this one here, you have um, Sean Jackson. Sean Jackson, yeah. quarterback? Yeah. He's a football player. He's a football player. Yeah. That plot didn't seem to go much of anywhere. Oh, the plot The plot was just for him to come out. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what that yeah. was. Is it, the, basically, it, which is really funny because I watched this around when the Super Bowl came on. So, yeah. there you go. Saying, um, um, and, and maybe the whole drama of his season and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, that, maybe that maybe would all have made... Maybe should retire. Yeah. Or maybe that would make more sense if we were more sports-related okay, people. Okay, so, yeah. I, like I said, the, 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 I watched this right around the Super Bowl. The superb and, owl. Yes, yeah. the superb owl. <laughs> superb owl. Um, I watched. I watched it around there. So I actually watched the Super Bowl at least bits of it while I was at work because it was on every screen. Oh, work. okay, yeah. Um, it was inflicted on you. It was inflicted on it regardless of what yeah. I had to do because we, we were doing D and D, and Lyle had his had his phone out to catch the uh, the Deadpool trailer. Yep. Yeah. And like we were just doing every like when the game's on, he's ignoring it. The commercials come on, he's waiting for the Deadpool trailer. <laughs> 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 okay, so the game the the game was actually a pretty decent game. It went into OT. Mm. Like it mm. it was no like at, for a technical football game. Yeah. It was an interesting game if you were cool. watching it. Yeah. Uh I am not a fan of football. Yeah. So I was just like whatever and then I came out and they're like, "Oh, it's OT. It's you know, it's tied, I think 10 to 10 or some shit." And I was yeah. like they were expecting one or the other teams to be like a, a full blown win, so it became like a kind of an upset because the team that they thought was going to win didn't. Mm. Um, Go Taylor's boyfriend, and he yeah. won. Yeah. His team won. Okay. Um, don't keep, ask me what team he plays for. I don't know. I keep seeing a lot of memes of like him screaming at the coach for some reason. Oh, I don't yeah. Know. And like the memes are like, "Come on, we have to win, or she's going to break up with me, and then write a song about me." <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Um, yeah. but anyway. Um, so his whole thing, like I said, I just watched football. Yeah. So I was, and his, his whole thing is like, he blew a play yeah. during a playoff game. Right. They got to the playoffs. Yeah. He blew a play. They lost the game and they ended up not going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's the whole plot, beginning plot with him. Right. Is that his contract is up. Right. He blew a game 
And now they're thinking about not bringing him back. Right. He's still got talent, but he could be a free agent He's going to be a free agent, which means he can get picked up by any other team, which pop was possibly means he'll have to move, relocate. Right. Like, there's, there's all which sorts of... Which does happen, yeah. All sorts of things. So his whole thing at the very beginning is trying to figure out what he's going to do with his career. Right. And the team hasn't gotten back to him yet as to whether or not he's going to be picked up. Right. All the news and stuff is saying, oh, he's 35, he should probably retire. He's yep. over and Honestly, yeah. for football, yeah. That's kind of... Isn't, just, isn't yeah. Tom Brady like 600 or something? <laughs> right, yeah. He is, he is beyond... Um, yeah. The, I was just going to say, he's a rare anomaly. Yes, because he Because he played until his 40s. Yeah, he... And, you know, he went beyond what anybody expected. And then, you know, like most people in New England who consider retirement went down to Florida. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, then divorced his wife. Right. Um, but, yeah, there was an anomaly. Like, yeah, should you retire? Because physiologically in your 30s. If you're playing that, like, and just thinking sports in general, mm. if you're doing a sport, you played it for a little while, you played it as a kid, you got really good at it, there's only very limited amounts of spots in professional sports mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. general. So, and it also depends on what position you play. Exactly. But, um, but in general, yeah. there are a very limited amount of time in sports. So, yes. you know, whatever you're playing, whatever you're doing, there, and there's a finite time to be able to play whatever it is, mm-hmm. let alone win a championship or right. get anything. It would be the star quarterback or have multiple win everything or whatever, you know, or do any of that. So your body physiologically wears down so quickly yeah. because you're doing stuff that you shouldn't do progressively for a while. Right. Head trauma yeah. the sport. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you have the risk. You have high risk of concussion. Oh, yeah. Big time. I was yeah. mostly yeah. thinking, like, yeah. why are we supposed to... Um, be yeah. sad for him, like, oh no, retire at thirty five and on right. your, rest on your it's, millions I of think dollars. It's supposed to be more of a yeah. he. the The whole point, the whole beginning of it, anyway, yeah. is him in the bathroom brushing his teeth. Looking over, grabbing the secondary toothbrush that's in the cup and throwing it away. Oh. That right there is right. supposed to symbolize that there's obviously been a breakup of some sort here right now. Yeah. And then his football career is also now starting to fall apart. Right. So aspects of his life are starting to crumble. Right. I'm crying to my millions of dollars. <laughs> hey, yeah, so- sometimes money just can't make you happy, though. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. But was, <laughs> was there a breakup? Because the person's... Yes. yes, there was a breakup, but that person yeah, came back. Yeah, up at the end and it's like, Huh? What's going on? That person, okay. yeah, he came yeah. back. They, came out of nowhere? They broke up because Sean even says it himself during, like, the... the He, he puts on a... Uh, press conference. Press conference. I was going to say podcast. I'm like, that's yeah. not right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he puts out a press conference to basically be like, guess what, everybody? I'm gay. Yeah. And okay. he, he comes out because he's been living in the closet. Yeah. He's been living in the... Heavy, heavy in the closet because... How many professional football players do you know are gay? Recently, yeah, someone I has come out. Recently, yeah, there is just this, the don't one, ask me. At least out, yeah. Yeah, that he's yeah, out. At least out. Um, but you, professional football players yeah. being gay? Yeah. Come on. 
being gay but out about it. Right. And he hasn't been. And I'm pretty sure this is why later on, again, when Sean is in the car and gets into the accident with George Lopez in the truck. Right. And George Lopez says to him the line about how for some people love can't be it, love isn't acknowledged until it's been seen from other people. Right. That's a triggering line for him. Right. Because mm, that's when yeah. he goes, he picks up the phone and he goes, "I know what I want to do," yeah. and that's when he makes the press conference and comes out. Yeah. Because and like uh, when he makes the press com- sets up the press conference with his publicist who is. Kara and neurotic. Who's yeah. uh, neuro- who is a neurotic and the Played best by friend. Yep. Yeah. And the and the just and the best friend of Julia. Julia. Yeah. Who's the one throwing the anti Valentine party? That's that's Kara. Kara, oh, the, the publicist. No, nobody nobody was nobody, nobody RSVPs at LA. Everybody needs you to think that they have something better to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is a good line, though. But it, it did pay off at the end when they're sitting at that party. Yep. She's sitting by herself, and she beats the shit out of the uh, the, the, Julia of the does. heart. Yeah. Julia does. The heart. I'm like, I'm like, and she okay, does the cool. flip, that, the super intimidating flip and swing of the, yeah. of the bat, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I wish I could do that. I, I'm scared now. I wanted to hear, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> did that song even come out in 2010? Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely! Okay. Yeah, it was in office space. Office yeah. space. Oh God! Well yeah, though, you're right, you're when they right. took out the printer. Hey, yeah. 2010 was 10 years ago for me. <laughs> so don't make me do old math. <laughs> I'm trying not to let the existential dread set in. That's why I just in. gave her a little yeah, luck here. Like, so yeah, me. damn. Yeah. So Sean broke up with the football guy because no, yeah. the uh, Holden uh, broke up with the football guy because he was living in the closet and he wants a family and a yeah. relationship oh, okay. and so, and then he came back because because he came out and said hey this oh, is okay. who I am yeah. so he's like alright so you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna live out then we can live out together yeah, yeah there's a lot of stuff that, yeah. going on and I'm just like yeah there there's a lot and, 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 yeah yeah there's a lot in where this movie folks like we didn't even mention year. Kelvin yeah and I'm, we yeah, haven't gotten to Kelvin, Kelvin yet yeah. <laughs> that's I'm what I'm Kelvin. there's too many yeah. too many people in yeah. this movie yeah Kelvin played by Jamie Foxx and he kind of everything that doesn't quite latch into something else, he reaches out and just grabs and pulls in because he's going around all day interviewing people about Valentine's Day. He does not want to do because he's he's a sports... I'm a sports journalist. Well, it's a slow sports day, so you're going to do the... Thank you, Kathy Bates. Thank you, Kathy Bates, for your cameo. He's the boss, and he's like the second best sportscaster. He wants to be the best. He wants to be be number number one. one. But where's the... Who's the first best? We don't know. He's uh, off. He's off today. Know. Yeah, we <laughs> don't know. But at least you know he does a quick turnaround in this whole thing. But there's like two things I noticed with Jamie Fox. Um, recently, at the time of this movie, he did the he did a very 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 good portrayal of Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. You know, a few years before this, and he's still showing off. Like his later when he's playing the piano, yeah, yep. and doing that, it's actually him doing it, showing that he has musical skill. Yeah, first I was uh, free. Yeah, yeah. Like, doing then doing very very well, but I mean he turns around so fast with many different things that he sees, you know, and with the uh, Kara played by Jessica Alba, where they kind of have something that's kind of a will they won't they very quick thing, and the assistant who. Um, <laughs> Who is the daughter from Step by Step? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was the tomboy character. Yeah. 
you know, you see her like, wait, wait a minute. That, that's not right. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And, uh, and uh, but Calvin, who was, like, ordered to do this and go out and talk about Valentine's Day, and I expected, like, um, I don't remember who the hell it was. I think it was Conan O'Brien who had this actor, and I'm trying to remember his name, who played a guy, Craig, in uh, Parks and Recreation. Oh, is that, yeah. um... The guy would like, like, would, like get really over dramatic and scream at people. Oh, you know, but he would do this like he would do this where he'd walk out and he'd interview people, but then he'd get really over dramatic and like, quick, what number am I thinking of? And people, uh, too late, you're stupid, and he'd leave. And then you know, but I expected that with Jamie Foxx is like, okay, what do you think of Valentine's Day? Or like, um, even like with Groundhog Day. Yeah. Or expected later, like, okay, we're doing Valentine's Day. Like, I expected he was going to do Bill Murray, but you know, he. I just like the oh, we hit him in the gonads. Yeah. <laughs> I want to picture Kelvin was trapped in a, a Groundhog Day equivalent time loop. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. God, that'd be that's the yeah. updated version of Groundhog Day. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, now Paula, played by Queen Latifah. I love Queen Latifah. No matter what she's in, I yeah. will love her forever. Now Paula was the one funny when she picks up the phone later and realizes it's the Russian guy Vladimir. Oh, Vladimir. Vladimir. Yeah, that runs <laughs> yeah she's gonna do phone sex. Yeah. Okay, let me do that. She here overhears it and that's into like overhears her doing phone sex and is into it. And she even like makes the sound effects with the slappity ruler thing. But we're going back to Liz, who is uh um, you know, the part where she's found out that Liz? she's a fo- uh, Liz Anne is Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. I only phone just sex. remembered her name. Oh. Yes. Well, when yeah. you say the actors' names, I don't necessarily yeah. picture who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, jumping into okay. this phone one here, yeah. but jumping yeah. at the point where like they're having dinner and he realizes she's a phone sex operator. And he says and one he of the can't... cruelest things. Yeah, it is. It is a hell of a line, but it's just like homeboy. No, mm. it's one of those. Yo, I I would do it, but I don't think I could afford you. Yeah, uh, I was like. And to his to his credit, he turns he turns around and immediately realizes I fucked up. Oh yeah. god! I, oh, oh. Yeah. but it and was then, still so mean. Now let me. Yeah, just, she's doing it because she has like a hundred one hundred thousand dollars in student loan. All right, now I I apologize to any poetry majors out there. Yeah. but <laughs> if you are going to college, that is a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe you should switch your major because a poetry major. Yeah. Unless What's she gonna do with that? It just reminds yeah. me of a line from MC Frontalot, yeah. uh, the song "Tongue Clucking Grammarian." Yeah. At the very beginning of it, just like I have a um, for my twelve years in college. I've, here's some advice: if you're a young person who writes poetry, throw it all away right now. Yeah. <laughs> what could you do with I'm the BS in I'm just saying, guys, I, I, I understand going to college. I do. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But if you're going to go to college yeah. and you're going to spend all that money, yeah. maybe you should focus on something that you can actually do something yeah. with it. Just say it. Yeah. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm going to say much. I'm going to say I'm trying, yeah. but uh, I mean, this, this, 
my communications degree means something with, with this, right? We're yeah. Communicating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, poetry sounds like it would be a subgenre of, yeah. I don't know, some kind of writing major. I guess. Yeah. I, is poetry exist? I don't know. I can't say is too much that? because people would probably say the same thing about my illustration degree, which is a bachelor of fine arts. Yeah. But you're still using it. Yes, yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. But that's my point, is you're it's using... It's very hard to find... Yeah. Extremely hard. Right. Yeah. But, you but got she's it. not. Because you can't eat exposure. And yeah, but to... it's a middle-aged and I finally kind of yeah. got somewhere. My point, though, yeah. is how many yeah. how many poetry majors yeah. do you know who are writing poetry professionally right. in a setting that's making yeah. decent money? Songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Is there such a thing as a professional poet? Songwriter, definitely would be yeah. on that, yeah. on that level. There's still, there's, to your point, there's All still very few. <laughs> very few. Very yeah. few that can get into the door there on that. Right. And people say the same about artists, but yeah, yeah I, I'm not a fan of poetry, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, never, that's never why I was going enough. with the, if you're going to go to a school and have a hundred thousand yeah. dollars yeah. of student loans, yeah, you gotta maybe think your of what to major do with that. Yeah. should not be poetry. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Just just putting that yeah. there. Or just maybe because somebody had a free ride nobody, on Daddy's dime and But then, then she wouldn't be working. She wouldn't have right. Oh, no. Yeah. But she's got student loans. Unless she, she got mad and cut her off. I mean, yeah. we don't know any of this. This is all conjecture. But I'm going by what we know. Yeah. And this is what we know. Now, I I like though when she gets caught, though, and she's doing the Russian kitty cat tongue. <laughs> like... Oh no, it's southern. No, she oh, was southern. southern. Like, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she runs out because she keeps getting calls at very convenient times. Yes. Yeah. So she runes out of the restaurant yeah. on the date and she to has, go. I'm gonna she has an actual julep to cool myself down. And she has an actual like audible ringtone, like like some kind of heathen. Yeah. But I guess in, like t- in 2010 it was porno. still okay. Yeah. Now with the funky porno ringtone, though, you probably you want to pick something a little different. And it's out of time, though, because, I mean, most of us have had, like, our phones on silent since 2009. No, my phone well, is only on silent yeah. during this podcast. Yeah. Because I, I need I, to be... I have not turned mine on in a long time. I need to be least. contacted for work, so... Oh, uh, Yeah, so my phone is usually... Damn, it Yeah, so yeah. I, I, my phone is usually on, and... And I, I commit I to the... do not disturb mode. See, I commit but... to the bit. My entire phone, all sounds and everything else, is all Final Fantasy themed. <laughs> So awesome. if somebody calls me, it's a boss fight. It's a boss fight in Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I have different. I have different ringtones if I want to know if it's like a, a medical a right. doctor vet yeah. call oh, yeah. or my, my work. Anyone from my parents, work. family. You you have your a very own special singular ringtone. Yay! Any anybody calling me from uh, from work, it's the Imperial March. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's like, oh, this is not going to be a fun phone call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, I mean, when they have this, I like the way that this kind of wraps up, but where you have Topher Grace's character and had, uh, Hector Alessandro yeah. going to a cemetery oh, to, yeah. to watch a movie okay. on the side of the mausoleum, and I I would love okay. to do that. Little movie. little bit of trivia. Yeah. They don't put movies out during Valentine's Day. They do not. They no. only run them during the summertime. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah, and in the in, reason, the, in yeah. the cemetery, yeah. yeah. The football guy, he's like looking at he's over the beach, you know? He's yeah. in Malibu. Yeah. They even said that uh the um in this movie that it's actually part of the uh not trivia, but the bloopers and stuff yeah. like that and uh 
uh, things that, you know, don't sync up. Yeah. In the beginning, when you get Calvin at the... Kelvin. Kelvin. Like, the temperature. You should have been yes. a weatherman. Now, the temperature, it says in the background, the, with the tap-dancing weather girl, yeah. um, <laughs> says that it's in the 90s, which is not accurate for uh, L.A. during February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, L.A. stays true. warm, but it's not It's that not warm. that warm. Yeah. You're not going to be wearing, like, a bathing suit outside, even in Malibu. Yeah. So, a lot of this is a lot of um, things that don't line up. That is very true. No, you're absolutely well, for correct. For the most yeah. part, everyone just, yeah. just understands L.A., warm. Yeah. Right? It's Sun. California. It's always hot, right? Yeah. Right? No. No, yeah, in California, it's, it's always sunny, right? Yeah. No. No, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad that I got to make that joke to your dad when we oh. were in Philly. He's like, how's the weather out there? I'm like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, I was like, that was like the one, one time I got to do a good dad joke to a guy who's the master of dad jokes. And I can <laughs> I can just picture, <laughs> to see just a little bit of silence on the other end of the line. All right, fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was pretty proud of that, as I remember. It was probably just like, that's a good one. Actually, <laughs> a proper dad joke, you got to take a couple of seconds afterward because, you know, yeah, yeah, right. it's like getting it's like getting assaulted by words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean comes out on national TV. Uh, we find out that Holden is his boyfriend. Yep. Uh, Kate arrives at home later uh, um, and played by Julia Roberts. Roberts, we find out that she is the son of Edison. Uh, Edison's her, her son. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah right, she goes yeah. to see him when he's Yeah, dead, and she's like, the mother of Edison. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And that the whole th- oh, the man, okay. the guy that she's supposed to be meeting is her son. Yeah. And that she's only going to be able to see him for a, for a day. day. And then go back on a 14... 14- Where a 14- were they coming from? Iraq or Kuwait. I was. I yeah, I'm assuming yeah. overseas. It yeah. was like a 14 hour flight. Yeah, I would say Iraq I'm, or Afghanistan. She at was that active point, duty, yeah. 2010. Yeah, so and Afga- Iraq yeah. or Afghanistan. Yeah. Um. So why was uh, Holden? Why business. Was, hmm. We don't ever. We don't actually. With the two yeah. of them, beyond knowing who they're connected to, yeah. we never truly find out anything really significant about the both of them. Yeah. Other than the fact that Holden has a car that's a steady driver yeah. that can come get him and pick him up and yeah. such. Right. So he's obviously a businessman of some sort, lawyer. Uh, maybe he was in Dubai. Maybe I mean, it's the same yeah. same part Area. of the world, roughly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah, like this. This yeah. all possibilities, but yeah. we never find out. We know that Kate's in the military, and that her son is Edison. Yeah. That's it. That we was know. a pleasant yeah. surprise. It was cute. Yeah. It's a very like, cute. Oh, little twist. she's not yeah. dead. Okay. Yeah, it's like she's on active duty, yeah. which honestly is something that follows uh, the Gary Marshall films in this in yeah. this like ensemble thing. Because I believe it also follows in um, New Year's Eve. Yeah. And it follows in Mother's Day as well. The, the military thing. Um, the, that's an easy given at that time period anyway. Yeah. The, you know, anytime you do that, okay, let's put some military people in. You're going to get butts in the seat. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you're going to get something or streaming or whatever. Oh, that's, so. yes, there is because yeah. uh, it's funny because it's, uh, what's her name? Um, she played Catwoman. The first one. Halle Berry? Halle Berry yeah. is in New Year's Eve, and her husband is Common, the yeah. rapper Common. Yeah. He's overseas, and they have a video call oh. on New Year's Eve. It's actually kind of sad, to mm. be quite honest. But, um, Dang. yeah, but that's in, that's in 
Yeah. That and then Mother's Day, um, uh, what the hell's it, Sir? Ke- uh, Kelvin is back with a vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I can't remember his Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. His wife, who is played by, um, who plays Julia in this movie. Yeah. Um, well, Danny. Jennifer, Jennifer Gardner. Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer yeah. Gardner's character dies. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's been like a year since she died, and she died overseas. And he's watching videos of her in her military because they were both in the military. It's actually quite sad. Like, there's. Man, we're getting Mother's into Day. the deep uh, Gary yeah. lore. Yeah, Gary, yeah, Gary Lore. There, uh, yeah. there is no. some. There is the universe. Some. Yeah. I Gary. think so. Well, yeah. 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 Yes. I mean, yeah, there is. There's the Happy Days channel on Pluto that basically spells that all out. <laughs> Do we have to call everything like a cinematic universe? Uh, well, I'd but, rather uh, have the Gary Marshall universe than the other stuff. Cute little other fun fact about this movie yeah. there is a scene with Penny Marshall. Yeah. It got cut. Oh. Oh man! Yeah, it got cut, but she had a cameo in this movie as well. Dang! Yeah, um, and just her, like, like I said, his yeah. whole family. Yeah, and just to hook in some of the other things, yeah, Willie dropping off Alicia after a date, uh, Kelvin and Kara hang out and make out after the news station's news. Well, yeah, let's see, because let's see, we, we've we've kind of glossed over a couple Indian people wedding and yeah. the party with the I'm getting this some of that, yeah. <laughs> But the uh, the Indian party, I wanted to be a part of this. Yeah, they... Sin- sincerely. Yeah, like, okay, like, this all looks like fun. Yes. I don't understand why the restaurant was hosting the wedding and the anti-Valentine's Day party in the same fucking room. Money. Money. Yeah. And it's uh, and the whole place is one big... Yeah. Like... It's also oh, said... Yeah. Big open room. It's also said that Kara has this party every year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at this restaurant. So she probably has a standing reservation. She's on, like, yeah. first name basis with the owners and such. Yeah, and she knows a lot of people. She's well connected. She's got the money, so they're gonna fork it over. Yeah. And um, we have, um, <laughs> but I, I, I thought the cutest part of it was Edison trying to give the Valentines to his teacher. So Edison shows up at the very beginning of the movie at the florist shop and talks to Reed. And basically gives him $13 for $55 worth of roses and a musical card. And he says he wants it delivered to the quote-unquote best girl at his school. Right. Who happens to be Julia. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the girl in his soccer team. No, nope, but it's his teacher. It's, of course. He's got a huge crush on his teacher. Later and, on. And, and later on when George truck. Lopez and um, football, Sean Jackson. Footballsman. When they get into their accident, it wrecks the back of the truck, and Edison's bouquet flowers and, and bouquet and everything falls out and gets run over. Yeah, yeah. All, all kinds of shit falls so, out. Oh. But like specifically, his was part of it, and it ends up not getting delivered. And he's through the whole movie. You see him kind of in the background of most scenes, just vibrating, waiting for the thing to be delivered, and it doesn't. And some other some other flowers from the uh, the cheating guy arrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is when they have the confrontation with Reed going, should I or shouldn't I tell her that, you know, the guy that she's seeing is cheating on her. Yeah. Um, but Edison, he goes to soccer and can't play soccer because he's in love. <laughs> Can I use that excuse no. like, when I go back to work? Just like, I can't work today. I'm in love. But the, yo, Very re- nice. Get- remember what the coach said? So am I, but I can still move my feet. <laughs> so I'm in love. I'm in good, love. Good, good for you. Good pivot today. Get out there. <laughs> um, and then 
after he finally realizes when his grandfather calls to find out about the flowers and finds out the flowers can't be delivered, uh, he runs away from home yeah. and goes to the flower shop. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like, you owe me flowers, you bastard. I gave you $13. And I thought that was like the cutest thing. And I remember there was a convenience store that I lived near for a little while when I was really young. Mm. And my friends and I used to go, and there was this old man behind the counter, and we'd drop as much change as we needed until he told us to stop, and he would give us candy bars. <laughs> Years later, I realized how much this son of a bitch probably took from us. <laughs> you know, like, he like, realized that we didn't have any idea of money. So I remember that, and I can remember it kind of like... Kind of angry about it, but remembering cutesy times going, okay, that wasn't that bad. You know, like, it's not like you put dollars in. Right. It was <laughs> yeah, just it's like, like these idiot kids are throwing quarters at me. That's all right. Keep going. I'll give yeah, you candy. A little, sure, more, why a little not? more. A little more. Okay, stop. Here's a Milky Way. <laughs> Good you know, enough. Like, okay, That's $19 that. in quarters. Yeah. It's like, here, have a yeah. Snickers. Yeah, right. Yeah, you were just an old, old, old man. And just like, it was just funny. But it reminded me of that, but it's like, okay, I gave you $13, where's my roses? And I'm like, you know what, I picture in my head, like a third grader, eight, nine-year-old, maybe. He's probably about ten. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But maybe But he doesn't really quite understand the concept of money yet. Mm. So then wanting to, you know, give give something to his teacher. How did he know she was there? I, I can't remember that part. No, where she was where? Oh, at, at the, the restaurant? restaurant. Yeah. Oh, he he read read knew read knew. Oh, she goes she goes okay. to the anti Valentine's party. Yeah. Every year. Every year. So Reed knows where it is. Mm. So he figured, and so when the kid comes to Reed and says, "You owe me flowers," yeah. he takes the flower that he was given by and I'm one of the sure. florists at the supply depot yeah. that he's friends with, and it's some kind of it's like supposed to be from, orchids. Are they orchids? It looks yeah. like an orchid, but beyond that, I don't know what. I kind tried of to look up what flowers they were. Yeah, I could not find it because they are fucking gorgeous. Yeah, they're very pretty. Yeah, but uh, yeah. he takes that that thing that he was going to give to Morley, and then she then she dumped him. Yeah. And, and took his dog. And took his dog. Not yeah. even he. The dog. The chose dog her. chose her uh-huh. yeah. on top of it. So, yeah. oh, that just. Yeah, out. yeah. That was one. I'm like, okay, I could believe him a lot more. Like Kutcher is believable here. You know, and he, he's not playing Kelso. He's actually no, he's trying. not. Mm-hmm. He's not playing Kelso. Yeah, and well. I didn't believe Topher Grace for one damn second. Because <laughs> Topher Grace is still playing Eric. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. Yeah. He's, him, so. he's trying to. He's trying to be smooth way yeah. more than than yeah. someone named Topher should be. Right. Now yeah. his name is Christopher. I mm-hmm. actually know the story behind Topher. Yes, really? he was on Jay Leno a long, long time ago, and. What like right around the time when that seventy show first came out, mm. his name is Christopher, yeah. but his mother didn't want to call him Chris because there were so many Christophers out there. Yeah, and why did you name him that? So she started calling him Topher, and it stuck. Huh. So that's why his name is Topher Grace. Okay, huh. well, dang, I know that there you go. Wow. Here's some trivia for you. Shit, wow. Regardless, yeah. he still doesn't look like a Jason. Yeah, I can't. I keep forgetting which character is he. What did Jason, Jason do? Jason, Jason is the Tof- one with the, the uh, man with Anne Hathaway. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know they kind he of blend and yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, he, he has no presence. To, yeah, he didn't yeah. do much to stick out, really. No. You just give people like yeah. wildly different hair colors. Or yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, not, like, it's yeah. not anime, unfortunately. Yeah, we need this to be like anime. Everyone's got the same face, but wildly yeah. different hair colors. <laughs> right. And it's like this one's. Yeah. It's like this one's purple. Yeah. The only thing that I find funny about Topher's scenes are he's got some pretty decent lines. Yeah. And the whole scene when he's sitting waiting to go into the the theater and he's sitting next to the heavyset guy yeah. and he's sitting there going you know I she I just I showed up because I thought she would be here I mean it's a small fire it's a small dog everything's fine and and every time we say that line Shino looks more and more concerned <laughs> it's like we have no intentions of setting you on fire and I hope you I hope you can say the same about us are talking about the Boston Terrier that showed up in, yeah uh, no, no that's, that's a different that's, dog that's, altogether um, that's Pushkin. Yeah. Pushkin. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at that, you know. Right? That's Patsy. Wait, no. Pushkin. 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 Because we haven't gotten to, to naked... Yo, singing. Naked serenades. Yeah, we kind of glossed. It's we, kind of an avant-garde. We got it, but we, we got it at the beginning here. Um, but we have there, so Kate, let's see, uh, Kate arrives at home, always there's Edison here, Willie drops off Felicia at home, Kelvin and Kara hang out, uh, Alfonso dines with his wife, and they reunite in a cemetery. Yep, during, or, yeah. um, during, uh, a, a film of Shirley MacLaine's yeah. that is playing in the background, oh. it right. is actually one of her films, um. Yeah. yeah, they even pointed out there, like, that's the mother who there, right, right yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. Answer her, Edgar. Yeah. And uh, they uh, do redo their marriage vows. Um, see, the... I thought she showed up in a pretty nifty yeah. dress. Really she red was, dress. Yeah. Not just a dress, but with flowing... Sequence and yeah. flows. Yeah. Flowing it, was, it was a superhero sleeves. costume. Yeah, yeah, it was like the sleeves are like... Yeah. Gossamer she got Yeah, she got all like fancy. Yeah. Yeah. And Reed and uh, Julia agree to start a new relationship with each other. With each other, and like, like, oh, am best, I really going to kiss friends. my best friend? Best really friend starting that? a relationship. That's so so, so very. So very that doesn't that happen. doesn't weird. happen in yeah. life yeah. at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't. I Surely can't tell weird. you. Yeah. I can't tell you how often that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, our relationship started with the phrase "All right, asshole, you're on." Yeah. So. <laughs> I like the talk with the uh, with the uh, Kutcher is like throwing the, the the roses out that he didn't sell into the oh, lake. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's a yeah. sweet idea. Yeah, my like my a, little environmentalist heart went. Please let that be real flowers, because mm. otherwise, if they're fake plastic silk flowers. They're not going to biodegrade, right. so please let them be real. I was thinking, oh, that's beautiful. I sure hope it doesn't turn out to accidentally be a stupid environmental hazard. That's right. exactly just, it. Or it just ends up turning into this brown sludge by the time it gets yeah. to the to the. But that's the fine. Ocean. It's yeah. nutrients for the for the soil. That's yeah. that's all well and good. I just don't want it to poison the ecosystem. Yeah. And it was his, his line, though, is I like to think, you know, somebody's walking by the next day, sees it, and, like, he has a nice thought, and it's okay, this it's is sweet. nice. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Or I would, like, leave the unused flower, the unsold flowers on a random doorstep saying somebody loves you. Yeah. And then yeah. I realized that's, that's kind of really st- sweet. Yeah. And kind of stalkerish. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, like, it's a great idea. I want to hear a little more. I'm like, okay, what else was going on? <laughs> Until you stop and realize some people live alone. Yeah. Like, Whoa, or married, and then it would be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Who, or who are you hooking up with? Somebody's like, what the fuck? Right. You know, who yeah. sent you flowers, yeah. bitch? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would imagine it'd be like... He, like Certainly okay. wasn't you, Harold. Yeah. <laughs> or like somebody did it ends up being some like mafioso dude. God, yeah. it ends up being a... It, it's like a sign that wasn't yeah. supposed to be given. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a mob threat and they accidentally did it. It's like, oh, oh wait a minute, no. Yeah. Oh, or like, like that episode where we saw with the... Uh, with um, Seinfeld where they had the Van Buren boys... The, the Van Buren boys where Kramer accidentally gave the sign. Oh. <laughs> that's that's always something I've I've had an irrational fear about. It's yeah. like just some random thing I do. Like yeah. I have a random twitch or I scratch my ear the wrong way and I'm like giving some kind of signal to somebody and like setting <laughs> off a winter soldier or something. They came to attack me and all of a sudden I did the right sign. Thing. Eight? Yeah, that's the same. They admired Martin Van Buren, the eighth president. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Now I'm gonna uh, we're gonna wrap with this one here, but I think like for an ensemble, this is good. It does take a little while to get into, mm -hmm. but. It does. It can be a bit weird. Yeah, it's like, it's I think worth checking out, though. I think Love Actually is better paced than this one. Yeah. It's also got less people. It's got <laughs> less people. The story's yeah. all intertwined, but there are less people, and the people who don't have that huge of a role yeah. have less screen time yeah. as opposed to this, where everyone seems to have equal screen time, whether or not they have anything yeah. worthwhile. Gary Marshall learned, I think, because New Year's Eve is there's less people... And Mother's Day, there are way less people. It only focuses on, like, five stories. I think he did learn a little more. And, I mean, he, he also... He passed away right after Mother's Day came out. He did, yeah. He did, which there is the new version of The Odd Couple of Matthew Perry and Thomas Lennon. Mm -hmm. I would really strongly suggest looking at the third season episode with the Gary Marshall tribute. Mm -hmm. It is a really, really, really sweet send-off. Gary Marshall made a cameo in this movie. I don't mm -hmm. know if you caught it. I didn't catch it, though. When Topher Grace and Anne Hathaway are reuniting, yeah. and he comes in with the pictures and the card and everything yeah. else. And she, and she says, I like simple. simple I like simple good. is good. Yeah. And over her shoulder, oh, the door yeah, opens, the and there's the three, three people come in. Yeah. Like, right. like, like, a, like, like, um, uh, yeah. It's not a mariachi band. It's, it's oh, like the, the guys with the, with the violin. It's a trio. Yeah, yeah. Gary Marshall is the one in the middle. He's, yeah. he's the one in the middle, and when he like waves him off, he's like, nope, nope. Oh, Simple. Simple, Simple is great. And he's just like, and they, they all get kind of sad, and they walk away. That's Gary Marshall's uh, uh, cameo in this mm. film. See, I, I hadn't a clue until you pointed that one out Yeah, I, I picked up on it like pretty much immediately. Um... And then the movie ends with uh, uh, Paula, Queen Latifah, uh, with uh, Vladimir. <laughs> with Vladimir. Oh, Vladimir. And then we get talking to him on the phone. Yep. And then we get the um, the blooper reel oh. at the very very end. The, okay. Now the the thing with the the seatbelt in the in the van. What did they short the seatbelt on purpose, or oh. was this just him keep getting stuck? Because apparently in Mother's Day, there's a seatbelt situation. I think in, that in Mother's too. Day they do that on purpose because of what happened 
with this one. Yeah, don't automatic seatbelts kind of sometimes yeah. they do add yes. up like that. And I think that Ashton Kutcher was just having a hard time with it because uh, George Lopez does it with no issue because at one point he looks over at him and he's like, how did you do that? It's like, again? It's like, are you? It's like, I I can't figure out the thing. Because, yeah, by like the third or fourth one, he is so exasperated. You just, you see him just pull feebly at the, at the... At the uh, uh, seat belt and just be like, I can't do Why that. Why won't this work? <laughs> um, and then you've got uh, Taylor and Taylor. In a, like, yeah, I'm Taylor. I'm also Taylor. Yeah, we're both Taylors. So we know, it's it's we, a little confusing. We know it's confusing. Marker. Um, you can tell at that point it's part of a scene that was not shown in the movie because mm-hmm. they both are wearing crowns on their heads. He's wearing right. the tiara. Oh, yeah. He's wearing the crown. So they were obviously crowned like yeah. maybe homecoming or like Valentine's homecoming Day scene. or something right. like that thing. So they got crowned, but we don't see it. It's just part of the cut. Um, never had an inkling before. They didn't know what to do with it. Oh, come on. Yeah, oh, with the seatbelt? Yeah. Oh, God, oh, yes. yeah, like, I had that recently where, like, I, on Saturdays, usually, besides recording this podcast, as a personal trainer and martial arts teacher, I see every student, mm. mostly, you know, who I teach. There's not a lot of them, but I just, my day is filled mm-hmm. yeah. a lot. So when I get that, like, I had to go from Barrington, Rhode Island to Swansea. Yeah. And I'm, like, ready to go. I'm like, okay, good. And I usually stop by my parents. And I'm trying to do that. And I had a fight with the seatbelt for some reason. I just couldn't get it done. <laughs> and the owner of the gym is looking at me laughing. You know, he's like, and he did one thing, one joke, and I knew he could do that. He said, AJ, I know you're listening to this. He said, oh, thank God you're on the passenger side, oh, right? Oh, God. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, you like, I mean, you got a point, but yeah. you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just still, I didn't love him like a brother, but man, like, it just, I got it. I'm like, okay, that one works, but he, like, I, 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 I took that one to heart a little bit. <laughs> And I got that one. I'm like, I saw it with that. I'm like, oh, man, I can relate to that. See, like, one, of, one of the mail trucks that I use on a regular basis, I have a rotation of, of routes that I do. And one yeah. of the trucks, something's up with the seatbelt, and it doesn't come out all the way. Like, it comes out just enough to get the, the lap belt over. Yeah, yeah. But it just it gets jammed every time. Mm. And I forget Every time I'm in this truck, I think it's like, son of a... And I drop it, and I have to go find the stupid thing again. Oh, oh it's ridiculous. Shit, dude. It's just that one truck. But that yeah. sucks. Yeah, that sucks. But it's like that you forget it every time. Yeah, it's like, Tunk, yeah. son of a bitch. I'd really say final thoughts before we break for a moment to get to fantasy casting. This is a movie worth checking out. It's fun if it you like really, ensemble yeah, movies. If yeah. you like movies that star any yeah. of these people. Like, it's... It's yeah. one of those movies that I can put on in the background, and it's kind of mindless. That's where I would say that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's that's, like you that's do this generally kinda, how, yeah. how we have it. Yeah. Just, if you kind of just want something while you're folding laundry mm-hmm. or while you're like... Yep. Nothing under, to yeah. watch again. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would never shut it out, though. 
you know, if it would be something. If you, okay, if let's you, see this. If you yeah. found it on like found it on a Sunday afternoon, I might as well. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. yeah, I have to fold all this laundry, which yeah. I have. I probably have watched this movie while folding laundry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is something your mindless it does get a point across. I think with fantasy casting, I'm going to take this a little farther. No, okay. So when we go to that. Let's, let's take a break with ourselves, and uh, we'll see you in a moment. And welcome back. So, <laughs> fantasy casting. Uh, I would like to replace George Lopez with literally any other uh, Hispanic actor, because George Lopez annoys the crap out of me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Actually, you know, actually, you know who would make a great replacement? Yeah. Danny Trejo. Yep. Oh, yes. yes. And he's the flower delivery guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm all over this, yes. Yeah. yeah. Changes little else in the movie, yeah. except it's Machete who's yeah. delivering flowers instead of George Lopez. Good night, Love Dan. needs to be shown. Good night, Danny Trejo. Good night. <laughs> love needs to be shown, so people need to show their love. The chief says. <laughs> it confuses the bitches. <laughs> what was that movie we had with Danny Trejo and he, he gave a kid weed? That's uh, oh, that's Fan Boys. Boys. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. weed, it was, it was peyote. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. Went, he went on like a trip and he met Wicked that's, from uh, yeah. Wicked the Ewok. Yeah, that's still a canon in my head that that was just Danny Trejo selling peyote on the set. <laughs> yeah, and he just just like walked in, walked off because he fucked off out of the movie there. Mm. Yeah, Danny Trejo is a good one. I, I like, I'm stuck on the one with like the yeah, Bradley Cooper and um, and uh, Julia Roberts. And I would just love to see Cary Grant and Grace Kelly. Mm-hmm. I th- yeah, yeah they, they, like, that. Yeah. I think they could hit that same chemistry, yeah. Yeah, to, to hit that same chemistry, number one, but it just, I saw this and I kind of hinted at it during the talk here. Um, but when you see that there's the, the, um, the movie air up there. Yep. yep. With George Clooney, and George Clooney is very reminiscent in some roles of Cary Grant. Mm. And to me, I'm like, that one works for me. And I just, I couldn't help but see that. And I wanted to see it. I'm like, oh, um, you know, Cary Grant probably would have pushed because I'm like, oh, maybe Jimmy Stewart. I'm like, ah, nah, Jimmy Stewart probably would be uh, would a pretty good Ashton Kutcher role, honestly. I mean, you know, yeah, leave, leave, leave him. Yeah. Leave him. He did He yeah. did good. He did, he did like, good, real. yeah. He did really good, but if it was all older actors, I, mean, I think I would, I would love to see a big ensemble of that. They didn't do those types of movies. Yes, they did. Oh, well. Um, the one with the... Palm trees and the treasure, mad, 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 mad world. There is one. Oh, yeah. 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 And there was a lot of them too. And there was, um, I'm trying to remember. There was one Jimmy Stewart movie that we almost did, but then we had to, we had to switch it out. Philadelphia story. Not Philadelphia story. No, there was an ensemble movie that he did. I'm like, Oh, this would be a good one. But it turns out he's only in for like two minutes. Yeah. I remember. Um, yeah. Shoot, I don't remember what movie that... That's like the movie that we were supposed to do, but then yeah. we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. remember... It's it only like, happened yeah. a couple of times. It's like, yeah, he's in it for yeah. about a minute. It's like, yeah. ah, okay, fair. It's a cameo. 
this the thing that's pretty great. much it was it was the um, like what are you doing here a very brief cameo yeah well, it's like what's his face from Criminal Minds who made a cameo in this movie at the very very beginning um, oh oh um. God, when Reed remember. almost drives into him and he pulls yeah, over, and he's use like, "Your turn signal, like, you're you freaking moron. moron!" Right? I can't think he's, of his name, but yeah, he was on the, Criminal the, Minds. The author, the author guy from Criminal yeah, Minds, right? Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. what's his name? It's gonna bother me. Hang on. Yeah, and uh, rate motorist. Yeah, that's what I had for fantasy casting. Um, it's hard uh, for me to yeah, fantasy cast ensembles. Yeah. Um, I was uh, well. The one way to do it is to substitute him with the cast of like a sitcom or something. Because I was, because the whole anti Valentine's Day mm. sort of made me think You're of probably thinking what I was thinking of, of um, Parks and Rec with Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Of course, that was about friendship and not yeah. like yes, yeah. anti Valentine's. But as a Valentine's alternative, yeah. it made me think of that, and I'm just like, oh man, can you imagine that cast? Yeah. I just wanted to see maybe the rest of the cast of that 70s show. It's like, if you're going to just put a bunch yeah. of them in, you might as well just do all of them. There's only like two in there, right? Put Red and Kitty as uh, oh, the, yeah, as, yeah. as the older Edgar couple. And yeah. Edgar and Estelle. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh sorry. No, no. It's a kitty talking about an affair. Oh, God. I'll put a boat on my bold business partner's ass. <laughs> It'd be great. Okay, yeah. when I heard the name Estelle, I'm just like I started thinking of uh, the Costanzas from Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, they they would just scream at each other, and the, and didn't they did they get divorced in the show? They or? Get separated for separated. a little while, yeah. So it would the movie would have ended up really different. Yeah. But then I'm, I don't know who the other characters. Yeah, I mean, you have a point, though, that, you know, with uh, Dan, with um, Ashton Kutcher, though. Yeah. I I think this was his really most believable role. Yeah, I don't think I could picture someone else pulling the the role, pulling off Reed the same way. Have you seen The Butterfly Effect? Yes, I have. Yeah. (laughs) I have not. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. um, I've heard enough about it. Yeah. I don't want to watch it. Uh, I was in Kansas, and it was at a really odd hotel where they had DVDs to do I was in Kansas. I was having a crisis of of, <laughs> yeah. of personhood. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm not proud he of it. He found it at that weird Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, the people in this hotel were really super nice, but really there was nothing to do. And they had like a large ensemble of DVDs. That you could check out at the front desk because a massive library. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just watch movies. I'm fine <laughs> with that. this giant thing of DVDs. It's like, we know we're in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Yeah. Here, it, watch it, a movie. Re- it this really was, was that. streaming services, yeah. guys. It really was that. <laughs> and I just popped them in and I watched that one. I watched that one and I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. <laughs> oh, it was so <laughs> Oh, so bad. And it was like I was already damn depressed because I'm in the middle of Wichita. Right. That's definitely not a movie you want to watch if you're already depressed. Especially with the way it ends. You do not want to watch that movie if you're already depressed. Uh Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm like, oh, good lord. (sighs) Yeah, but that movie. He wasn't believable there. Like, you could have put anyone else in there and it would have been like, okay, it would have been stepped up. And. He was trying to get rid of the Kelso role at yeah, that time and trying not you, to be the dude from Punk. I think it went too far in the other direction. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is just that. Yeah, that was also the same night I had a rum and coke made by somebody who had cataract surgery two days before. <laughs> yeah, more, well, he was like, more rum than he expects. No, but he was like, it it wasn't is, rum. You know, this is not a visual thing, but I'm like, he would mix it and then he would look out of the corner of his eye at the glass really close, put it down, mix it, look right here at the glass like this. Don't like, sneeze in it. Yeah, and I'm like, what? No, he's the just heck gonna are... get eye drops in it. Yeah, but. Like, what the fuck are we doing? It was yeah, it was a bad couple of days, but uh, bad couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with you to see that. But I would just like to see just flip it and just have like all of a sudden on the plane it's black and white, and you just have Grace Kelly and and Cary Grant. Okay, I was explaining that, and I just like I can't really think of anyone else. I want Kelvin and his own personal Groundhog Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it, this could have been separated into it's, it's 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 good movie, but it could have been separated into a bunch of different ones. Yes, and that, like I said, a little it, bit more. You could have cut a couple of uh, yeah of storylines out, and it wouldn't have made yeah. any much of a difference. And yeah. it would probably have cut down. You, yeah. you could expand a couple other ones, and yeah. Cut down on this one. I think my like my mom and dad. I think would enjoy this. I guess that it's brainless. It's a brainless. It's a mindless rom com. Yeah. Um, Well, you gotta think if you want to keep track of all the shit going on. Right. But after if you've seen it once and it's on again, trust me, it's completely mindless. Like you, you can just leave it on in the background and do whatever. Right. It's the same, honestly, it's the same thing with all of his ensemble movies. You can put it on in the background. Yeah. It's quasi enjoyable. Yeah. And. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. Uh, I like Gary Marshall anyway, so this is a good one. So what's next week, Hill? Uh, next week is a... Um, President's Day. Is called President's Day. It's uh, a ho- horror comedy uh, wherein the killer is dressed like Abe Lincoln. <laughs> awesome. Uh, 2016. Yeah. 2016. Yeah. President's Day. It looks like it's going to be uh, it's going to be a trip. Hey, All right, John F. Kennedy's it. All right, folks. So we'll see you next time, and uh, be good. Take care of yourselves, but don't be too good now. <laughs>